I started to realize that Instagram is a powerful tool to connect people to your opportunities or your products. I then started working at Lululemon where I got real vision and clarity about what I wanted to do in my life. And I still kept expressing myself on Instagram. And anytime I've had events or products, the only way I sell them is through Instagram. And I don't even call selling, I call it enrolling people too. But for me, like even in lockdown, Joe Ritchie and I created an online course, a 21-day program. We took 600 people through that. And that was all enrolled through Instagram. So we took that business from zero to 100K in six months. Like, and then in the 12 months, I think it was 170K. Like, I've never done anything like that before. And it was the power of Instagram. Hello, and welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and I'm delighted you're here. With Adventures in Marketing 2024 coming up fast, we're now heading into a mini-series of interviews with as many of the speakers and sponsors as I can fit in who haven't already been interviewed on the podcast before the event. First up is Lynette Gray. Lynette built a successful business before leaving it behind and starting from scratch. Lynette will be joining our panel at Adventures in Marketing, but you can get a sneak preview of her inspiring story and attitude to business on today's episode. Before we speak to Lynette, I need to check, have you got your ticket for Adventures in Marketing yet? It's a full day in-person event with an amazing array of professional speakers with interesting stories and useful advice to share that's going to get you fired up and inspired to tackle your marketing and business growth in 2024. And as you'll hear in this episode, we've also gone to great lengths to make sure that you don't just fill your notebook with lots of notes that you're never going to look at again. There will be plenty of time for implementation and advice from our experts too. With just a few weeks to go, head over to adventuresinmarketing.uk to grab your ticket. Now, back to today's episode, and it's time to welcome Lynette to the podcast. So, Lynette, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. What an honour. <laughs> You're so welcome. So, for anybody who doesn't know you, could you please introduce yourself first of all? Yep, I'm Lynette. I am 43. I am a mum, a stepmom, a dog mum. I have a fiancé. I currently create events in Edinburgh, sometimes in other places too, and I help people with their social media. So currently I'm taking a group of people through a course where I'm just showing them some tips and giving them inspiration. We have some live calls. And then also the other part that I'm doing is helping people to create reels for their business. So creating visuals to really express what a business does. So there's three parts at the moment. And... We've worked together. Yep. I hired you to create some reels for me. How do you make this fun for yourself? Going out and filming lots of different people doing lots of different things. How do you come up with these creative ideas for everyone and keep it fun? I just love like finding out about people. I think I used to be a coach. So I think that comes into it. Like I'm really curious about how someone works, you know, what they love, their values, and really. If I'm looking at their social media and I'm thinking, God, what you've just told me, I can't see that in your page. Like, why don't we just try and capture that? So I kind of come at it like, right, we're creating a movie of your life. How can we show someone step by step what it's you actually do so they can visually see it? And then you can add the content to go with it. So it's me just thinking about 
right? How can I visually create that story? It's really about storytelling. And I love telling stories. <laughs> so much of marketing is about storytelling, isn't it? Yeah. And I remember going to Tony Robbins and that was a key takeaway from him. He was like, become a really good storyteller. And that's always stuck with me. So anything that I do, all I'm doing is telling stories over and over and over. Brilliant. And I know that it's much easier to tell other people's stories or to think about what other people should be sharing. But I'm going to ask you, because I think you've got a really interesting story. You haven't always worked in social media and video and reels, have you? What did you do before? Tell us. So the social media and the videos came about because I had a nervous breakdown last year. I was on a journey that I thought I'd be on for the rest of my life. And it was pretty heartbreaking for me, actually. So I trained to become a coach in 2017. I qualified in 2018. I was doing coaching one-to-one. I was doing group programs. I had online courses. I was also trained in meditation. So I was doing meditations in person and, you know, online. I was also doing retreats, like I was in the whole wellness sector. And I'd been in that, as I say, since, well, even before I'd sort of qualified as a coach, I was doing the meditations and women's circles. So I'd been in that industry since 2017, really. And I thought that would be me for the rest of my life. So when you think you're on a path that you love, and you think you're going to be on the rest of your life, and then suddenly your mental health feels like it fails you, And you have to tell your community that I can't do this because I feel like I'm out of integrity. I'm, you know, jumping on 6am calls with 50 people trying to hype them up. But actually, I was dying inside. So I left with nothing. (laughs) And um, I just had to create something quickly because there was no money coming in. So the whole creating reels for people came because I'd been helping my friend Pam, who has a clothes studio. And for about a year, just for fun, I'd been going in and creating reels. And she was like, mate, you don't understand how many people you've drove to my business. Why don't you do this for other people? So she gave me a testimonial and then I just put it out on social media. And it was at a really low price. So people, you know, hired me. (laughs) And then so I just went with it. But it's still, I think it's been a bit of a, what am I actually doing? But I'll just keep showing up and I'm creative. So, and people are liking it and people are getting results. So let's just keep going with it. So I kind of just created it out of a place of pain, I would say. Wow. And how do you feel about your business now? Yeah, I'm getting there. There's still part of me that, you know, is hurting from having to walk away from something that I truly loved. But I love the creative side. And I can't wait for that moment where I see the bigger picture that, that, you know, the other path had to be wiped away for me to go on this path. Because I know, you know, I'm doing the reels, but I know there's something else. There's a feeling within me and I'm pretty good with that. I can sort of predict future stuff, usually for other people more than myself, but there's something within me saying there is something else. So I'm just creatively making my way through the storm. (laughs) I love that. I love that you're listening to your gut. Yeah, it's the only thing I can do at the moment. It's my GPS. And tell us about your events, because as well as doing all your video and helping people with their socials, you also host events, don't you? I've always done events since 2017. I was working at Lululemon and they really pushed me. They had an event space and they got me to host a few events. I remember my voice used to tremble. I wasn't good then, like at public speaking. I used to be in the toilet for about half an hour before the event would start. It really like caused me like internal like 
ah, trauma. But obviously, when you keep doing something, you start to get better and better, you become less nervous. So when I walked away from the coaching path, I'd been at an event at Virgin Money Store and I was like, oh, this is a great space. So I suddenly had an idea, Creative Ideas About was the name that came through. And each month I would talk about a different theme. So the first one I'd done was in June and that was the most successful one, which was great for my confidence because my self-worth was away rock bottom. There was none actually. And I've actually, you know, I've started working with a therapist and I realized work for me equals self-worth. Oh my gosh, I'm exactly the same. So when I'm working, I feel like I'm valuable. I feel like I'm a human being that deserves to be on the planet. When I'm not working or not working as much as I always have, what I realized last year, I went into a place of, I actually hate myself. Like, this is not a good place to be. Like, I'm not a nice person. I hate myself. I'm not bringing any money in. Like, it was really dark. But great awareness now because now I'm working with my therapist because I'm like, actually, this is crazy. I can see how people, when they retire, they pass away. And I don't want to get to the point when I retire, I'm just going to like, (laughs) give up. So (laughs) if I work on it now in my 40s, by the time I retire later, you know, Hopefully I'll live until I'm 100. You'll be ready to have some fun in your (laughs) retirement. (laughs) Rather than be like, oh, poor me, I've got no self-worth. I don't know if that'll resonate with anyone about, you know, your work equaling your self-worth. I'm sure it will. So when I done that first event at Virgin Money Store, 85 people bought tickets. And I think there was obviously the six guests, there was me and there was a few other people. So there was 100 people in the room. The first one was about social media. So anytime I do things about social media, people are attracted to it. So I'm like, all right, there's something in this. And that first event was awesome. It actually like made me cry because I'm like, oh, I've still got something to give. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) It's so emotional, isn't it? When you realize that you've brought people together and they're all having a good time and you've created something from nothing. It's very emotional. Yeah. I think that one of the reasons that people want to learn about social media from you, and this links in with the name of this podcast, is because you've managed to successfully grow an audience. So tell us about that. Yeah, so I started my Instagram journey in 2012. I was training to be a hairdresser at the time, which (laughs) I passed the first part of it. That's the cleaning section. I was there for two years. (laughs) My my confidence was really bad then. My self-worth was terrible. I just had my little boy. Actually, he was about two at the time. It wasn't a great environment for me to be in. Anyway, I started Instagram and that was my creative expression. I was able to express myself and share things and photographs. And I was like, this is great. And I remember saying to my friend, Cher, you need to jump on this. I feel like you're going to go massive with that. And now, and I predicted it, she's got half a million followers. Wow. And what does she do? So she's Cher Web Makeup. She does makeup. She was huge in Mac. She would do all the movie stars and stuff. So she's incredible. So she's got a real skill set. She's amazing to watch. I got her into it because I was like, I think you're going to go massive on this. So 2012 started it. And then I started to follow t-shirt brands. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I went away on a journey of starting to learn to draw again. And I read The Artist's Way and I always thought I couldn't draw because my art teacher told me I was crap. (laughs) Anyway, I started to practice. And, you know, when you practice something, you get better. And then at the time, my brother was working in recruitment. And I said to him, I've got this idea. Want to create a t-shirt brand, but I've got no money. (laughs) And I'm hating being in the hairdressers. I need to get out there. And he was like, oh, I quite like this idea. I'll come in. So we both came together and created a t-shirt brand called Angel Pixie Love. And that went from 
God, I think it was 2015 till 2017. I'd never created a business before. So I didn't even know how to write emails at that point. So he helped me a bit, but then his life took a turn. He met his wife now. He went on an ayahuasca trip and he gave up recruitment. And suddenly he was like, I don't have any energy for the angel pixie love business. You'll need to do it yourself. Well, I was lost. So we'd done really well. We were in shops. We'd done collaborations with Exile. I had like uh, Victoria, if you follow her on Instagram, she used to be in the fro. She's got a million followers now and she only wears like Gucci and all the nice stuff. Oh, wow. Back then she had like 60,000 followers and she wore my leggings and t-shirts and I made sales all over the world. And I had a guy called Chris John Millington who had a beard at the time and had a t-shirt that said, I love your beard. (laughs) So again, we sold t-shirts all over the world. So I started to realize that Instagram is a powerful tool to connect people to your opportunities or your products. I then started working at Lululemon where I got real vision and clarity about what I wanted to do in my life. And I still kept expressing myself on Instagram. And anytime I've had events or products, the only way I sell them is through Instagram. And I don't even call sell it, I call it enrolling people too. But for me, like even in lockdown, Jill Ritchie and I created an online course, a 21-day program. We took 600 people through that and that was all enrolled through Instagram. So we took that business from zero to 100K in six months. Like, and then in the 12 months, I think it was 170K. Like I've never done anything like that before and it was the power of Instagram. So what would you say to somebody listening to this and thinking, okay, Lynette, you sound really well connected. You sound like you've had this Instagram. You were an early adopter, 2012. You've had it for a long time. I'm starting from scratch. Yeah. How can I work towards achieving anything like what you've achieved? Yeah, and you've probably got a better chance than me because I'm only at 11,000 followers. So for that amount of time, like it's, I've not got that many followers. But I do have a wee engaged community. So it's not always even about the numbers. It's about you creating a community on there. So my community, they know everything about me. It's like my reality TV show. And I always say that, like, treat as your reality TV show and people will like and trust you. And it's not that I intentionally meant to do that. It's just something that I really like. So they have seen me go through lots of different things. I mean, Jill Ritchie and I even done a campaign to find me love. We had a post that was like, find Lynette love. Oh yeah, I remember that. And we used to go live and I mean, at one point you were only allowed two people on live. So this guy that I'd met in Florida was like, hey, Lynette, remember me? And then Jill was like, you get off, got him on. And he's like, where's my love? (laughs) And then he ghosted me. So I was very like open to basically everything I was doing. Like even this morning, I've shared the picture of my HRT, which I've just started to say, hello, HRT, really nervous and excited about this. So I try and be as authentic as I can. I did say to people, I've got a course running just now. And, you know, I said, don't compare yourself with me. Like I have permission from my fiance to put him on Instagram. He loves it. I don't have permission from my 14 year old son. So you'll never see him on there. It's like I'm not even a mum because I'm not allowed to photograph him. So it's like, respect the people in your life. Yeah. Ask them if they're willing to be on it. If they're not, don't put them on it and just create your own thing. Like just, you can still be authentic without these people being in it. I actually done a reel with, I said to my mum and auntie, we're going to the charity shop. I said, do you mind being in my reel today? And they were like, no, we'll do it. <laughs> I watched that reel. That was fun. Yeah, and those ones are working for me just now. So it's really finding out what works for you. Like that one's had 117,000 views. It's crazy. So 
even though I'm like, oh yeah, I love social media, actually what's working for me is charity shop hauls. So I'm like, right. Now, I was interested in that one because I read in, I think it was the Edinburgh Minute. I don't know if you read that. No. It's great. You get a wee email, a wee summary of all the Edinburgh news every morning at 7am. And I read in there that one of the charity shops has an annual sale. I didn't even know about this. You you maybe know about this. One of the ones in Stockbridge has an annual sale. Yeah. And they raised like tens of thousands of pounds in just a few hours because they had first editions of Harry Potter and amazing clothes and things like that. Now that happened just a few days before you did your first charity shop reel. And I thought, I wonder if that's a coincidence or if that's you jumping on a trend. No, (laughs) that was a coincidence. Here's the thing with me and my market and it's not really planned. I'm not strategy, so I'm probably not the best person to go to. I am very much just, I just kind of make it up. But your strategy is authenticity. Yeah, I suppose it's authenticity. It's having fun. It's, you know, just showing things that I truly am passionate about. I need to be passionate about something to share it. Yeah. You know, if something's not right, I won't share it because I'm like, oh, it's icky for me. Integrity is one of my values, which can beat me up sometimes because I had to walk away from the last career because of it. But yeah, you know, you will get like integrity from me and my page. And so in terms of your marketing to try and find clients to book your real service or to come along to events or anything else that you're doing, it's all done through Instagram. Is that right? Nothing else. So all Instagram. I do post the same thing on Facebook, but I don't think anyone likes me on there. So I just stick to, I just stick. To, and my, I can't I can't even get into my LinkedIn account. I mean, try to get onto this podcast. I was so clueless. So technology is not always my forte, but you know, Instagram, I just, I know it inside out. It's like my baby. I'm so excited by it. Yeah. And my two best friends, like my friend Ross in Australia, he's got 40,000 followers and he does this. So I love that my two best friends love it as just as much as me. Like we have great conversations. We have great brainstorming. Like I just, yeah, it's just, and we've all been on it since 2012. And what about events? Obviously you host yours. Do you go to other people's events to meet people as well? Absolutely. I mean, I used to come to your events. I've always liked to, do you know, I start them again, the the monthly networking. The monthly, no, I think I'll stick to coming to your monthly events. Monthly events are not for me anymore. It's a lot of work, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of work to get people there. Like I say, the social media one I done last June had 100 people in the room. I've got one this month. Well, tomorrow, (laughs) I've only sold 30 tickets. So, you know, it's like, Every month that it went on, it was less and less and less. And I suppose it's that thing. People just can't do every month. And also there's the excitement of the first one, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. Abby and I have been talking about that in relation to adventures in marketing. We were joking when we started planning this one. This will be the second one this year. Uh And we were joking that it's like the awkward second album. you got to try and get it right. Oh, God, <laughs> don't. We put so much pressure on ourselves. But actually, if we just have the intention, it's going to be a great day, your event. I can't wait. The lineup is incredible. I'm really excited about the lineup. Some of them we met. So Howie, we met through yes, your events. I love and Howie. of course, yeah, you're going to be on the panel as well. So yes. can you tell us, well, first of all, for anybody listening who hasn't heard me talking about adventures in marketing, it's a full day event for small business owners happening at Yotel in Edinburgh on Thursday, the 8th of February. So not long to go at all. 
And you can buy your ticket at adventuresinmarketing.uk. There are lots of really interesting people coming already, as well as, of course, these amazing speakers. So Lynette, can you tell us a little bit about what you're most looking forward to at Adventures in Marketing? Howie, for sure. He's got such a great presence. I met him in 2017 at a networking event. And as soon as he walked in, I was like, who is that movie star? Like, there's just something about him. Yeah. He actually came on to my group last week to talk and just, I just love him. I think he's amazing. I love Vanessa as well. I mean, there's so many people I love. And Jo Simpson, she was at the retreat that I hosted with Jill. So yeah. I've never heard her speak yet. So really excited to hear all this information. So many people talking that day. There's, you know, so much to yeah. take in and listen to different ideas and just collect different knowledge and try new things. Absolutely. One of the things that went down really well last year and something that I'm probably most looking forward to this year, we've actually extended the time available for this this time round because it was so popular, is the lunchtime masterminds. So we'll have people on their tables with an expert hosting the table and brainstorming your actual business. Because one of the things that Abby and I, and possibly you, a lot of people experience is you go along to these events, you try and absorb as much of this information as you can. You write loads of notes and you think, oh, I'll definitely go back to that. And then you find the notebook maybe six months later and think, wow, I never actioned any of that. So we want to make sure that there's time for that as well. Brainstorming works so well. I had an event on Monday. We had a lunch and brainstorming and it actually is perfect. It's such a great thing to do. So I love that you're doing that. It's so powerful, isn't it? Just getting other people's opinions because all of our brains work so differently that yeah. you always find out something or you'll always get an idea from somebody that you would never have thought of yourself. That's what I love. Exactly. <laughs> and I love like finding ideas for people. I think it was um, our friend Sheena was like, oh, you're a projector. And I think it's funny because I'm able to see things for other people, not always for myself. <laughs> so I, that's one of my like, I'll just, my buzzies is when I, Somebody talks and I'm like, oh, have you tried that? Or I know a person you could speak to. So I'm really good at connecting people. So I can't wait for that lunch hour. Brilliant, brilliant. And you mentioned that you know that there's something coming. Obviously, you're having a great time. You're building this new business, having started from scratch, which is huge. Yep. You're not quite sure what's coming next, but you're open to finding out what that is. Yeah. Are there any methods that you use to try and generate ideas for yourself? Or do you just kind of let it flow and give yourself space? How does that happen for you? So I drink cacao every day. This is a new practice to drop me into that heart. So it's ceremonial cacao, which is incredible. My good friend Jenny Smith got me onto that. So I have that and then I like to write. But for me, filming and editing, like that really gets me in my flow or even just think and write. These charity shop things are giving me such a buzz. So going out and like going to the shop, picking the outfit, coming back, doing the dance. I'm just having fun. And I think that for me is what I'm going to keep doing and just see what comes out of it. <laughs> so you touched very briefly there. Oh, yeah, come back, do the dance. Tell us about your dancing. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dancing. So I was a dancer for years. I started dancing in a nightclub when I was 18. I was at Revolution in Edinburgh, if you remember that. And then I went to Eros and Elite. And then I've done lots of other dancing, danced in Australia, like basically love to dance. And I basically sometimes dance outside in front of people and my fiancé will film me or if I've got a friend will film me. 
And, you know, one of my reels, I'm dancing on hay bales, and that was the, my most viewed reel. It's got half a million views. It's got a lot of hate on there because I didn't realise I could have endangered the horses. <laughs> but here's the thing. Oh. Hate is great. Like, I'm well up for anyone hating on my post because the algorithm loves it. It thinks that people love your post and it'll show it to more people. So if you ever get hate, please don't take it personally. Don't make meaning out of it. Just think, great, I'm going to be seen more. <laughs> And think, what can I dance on next <laughs> that's not going to endanger horses? <laughs> and the thing is, they've educated me, so I won't do that again. I was called a stupid girl or something. I didn't realise I was being <laughs> stupid because if I'd pierced that plastic stuff, it would have poisoned the hay. Didn't know that. Oh, wow. Did have soft trainers on, so I can tell you I didn't actually pierce it, but could have. So won't do that again. <laughs> Just find other locations. Okay. <laughs> so I need to know, Lynette, how can we get you dancing at Adventures in Marketing? What needs to happen? Just play a good tune. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely dance and we'll get a video and we'll see if we can get anyone else in the room dancing. Brilliant. And so we <laughs> definitely need to discuss music then once we've finished the recording. Music, aye. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much for joining me today, Lynette. You've got such an interesting story. I think it's impressive that you just burnt your business down when it didn't feel in line with your values anymore. And you are building this new business up from scratch. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Now, anybody who's listening, who maybe wants to check out your dancing reels or anything else, where can they find you on Instagram? Yeah, it's at lynettegray.co.uk. Brilliant. And if they want to come along to your events, if they're local, or if you would like to come along to Adventures in Marketing, then you'll find that information on Lynette's Instagram, as well as on mine. So thank you so much for joining me today. Perfect. Thank you. See you soon. See you soon. Thanks. so much to Lynette for joining me on the podcast today. I'm sure that you've got some interesting ideas and takeaways from our conversation. I'll be back again next week, this time with another special guest. Tune in to find out who. Or check out the lineup at adventuresinmarketing.uk and take a guess at who might be my next podcast guest. Until then, have a great week and don't forget to grab your ticket. It's going to be brilliant and you can be part of it. I'd love to see you there. But before then, I'd love to see you back here for next week's podcast. Take care and keep marketing.